Okay, here we go. Rolling down the street, listening to a party about sipping on gin and juice boxes. Got my mind on my babies and my babies on my mind. Oh my goodness. Welcome to Gin and Juice Boxes, a podcast where I, no, not a wannabe rapper, a businesswoman and mum cover my life and learnings as I try and wrangle both of these at the same time. Stay tuned for more. Hello, good morning. This episode is a long time in the making. I wrote notes to myself. Actually, I didn't even write them. I voice recorded notes to myself out on a walk with the boys maybe two, three months ago. And here we are getting around to actually turning it into an episode. In fact, the last episode of the season, which fittingly enough is a summary of my learnings in my first year as a business running mum. So the boys are now, what are they? July, August, September, October. Holy shit. They are now 15 months. So that shows how long I've had this in the making. If I say they're um, 13 months corrected, does that make it sound any better? Unsure. But yeah, so they're now 15 months and I have been working for 15 months with babies. Just saying that is mind blowing. But yeah, so today I will go through my learnings from a lot of fails and breakdowns and all that in the first year of business running and mothering. And great news guys, I've decided I'm going to change the intro for next season because (laughs) although the entire point of pretending to sing rap um, gin and juice boxes was because I love the song and I just love the name for this podcast. It is too cringy for me. Every time I edit, I have to skip past that part and I feel so bad for all of your ears. So we'll do a different intro for next season. To be see what it will be, but you know, we'll get around to that. Anyway, so let's delve into those learnings and lessons and I guess the things I wish I had known before I became a mum and business owner. Okay, so I guess the first thing is the whole baby brain thing. Like, researchers said that baby brain is not a thing, but they liken it to the fact that your brain is tired. Exhaustion is so bad for your brain. So that's actually where all of the forgetfulness and silly things like putting car keys in the fridge, yes, I've actually done that, um, comes from. So the thing I kind of wish I had known is that your brain slows down when it's tired like a lot. I am someone who is used to getting shit done fast and it being good. Like I pride myself or I guess prided myself on quick turnarounds of awesome work and that being me, right? But your brain slows down when it's tired so I wish I had known this and not been constantly trying to push myself to meet the same timelines I would have before the babies. Your timelines need to have more time added into them. Even if it's not because your brain slowed down, maybe your brain is still on fire. But there's always things that come up with children, like bloody handful of mouth has run rampant lately. Or maybe they didn't sleep for two days and you need to have a day that's just catching up on sleep or blobbing in front of Netflix. Like you need to build extra space into your timelines to give 
you the grace to do better work and that's great for your client too because hey if you are super fast and meet your old timeline you'll be handing it to them early that's always a nice surprise but yeah take away the pressure and add some space into your timelines because your brain will slow down I guess related to that I guess having a backup plan for getting shit done if things happen is really important so for me, I'll talk about it later, but I have a full day where my mum looks after them. And then the next day I have a half day where a nanny looks after them. And that half day is usually for any spillover that's happened in case I haven't managed to get things done in that full day. Or <laughs> I guess another way that's relevant is I wish I'd had a backup plan for getting things done if they came early, which they did because they totally ruined my maternity leave plans. But I don't know if that's something you can really plan for. Another thing I have learned that's quite relevant to that, I guess, is no one actually cares if you have to push out a deadline. I have never, had never done it before until about a month ago. It was my first time pushing out a deadline. But the client didn't care. And I think it was because of the communication I had with her about it and framing it around the fact that she will get better work because my brain will be fully focused on her business. Now, this was a time when the boys had handful of mouth, so they were really sick, temperatures of 40 plus, just not eating, not drinking, attached to me constantly. So I literally had a baby in each arm all day, every day, which was not that great for work. I was doing the work in the nighttime, during their naps, but like I wasn't giving her my best work because my brain was exhausted from looking after these stage 10 clingers all day. So I communicated that with her, that by pushing out the deadline, she would be getting the best Megan brain on her biz possible. And it would be work that I'd be proud of and she would be stoked with. So she didn't care that I was pushing it out. And if it's better for both of you, the client is not going to care that it's like a few days late, as long as you've communicated that. So I wish that I had known that or even given myself the grace to do that previously, I guess. So learn that from me <laughs> since I didn't until now. Traditionally, I'm someone who would usually just go, go, go at the expense of myself. But now that it's not just at the expense of myself, it's at the expense of how the client's work turns out and it's at the expense of my children. Um, pushing our deadline is worth it. So I guess in saying that, I've also learned that the brain needs a lot of love, like a lot I don't know if it's hormones or exhaustion or just having a gazillion extra things and more tabs open in your brain. I don't know. But the brain has needed a lot more love this year than ever before. But for the first time, potentially because I had no mental capacity not to, I was super open about it with my clients, with my friends, with my family. And that meant that everyone helped I guess they offered to take babies so I could go see my psychologist they um told me not to do things if they weren't urgent that would work on them the next half day we had booked in or whatever I guess if I had been less open to about it or less aware that the brain needs a lot of love right now with so many things going on with parenting and running a business and being the business because it is obviously a service-based one it might have turned out differently Actually, that's been a big learning. At the start, I could not give myself any time. Like, I think this is what led to 
the brain needing more love is because I was either working or looking after babies. Working or looking after babies. Working or looking after babies. There was no time to replenish the brain or to replenish myself, you know. So just locking that into your diary, making it a priority to do something for you, whether that is seeing someone or going for a run, That's which is my faith thing. Um, making that the priority in your day can then change the rest of it. It never feels like you have time, but I know personally the work that I do after having that time to go for a run or the mum that I am after having that time to go for a run is a gazillion times better than the one that I am if I didn't. Okay, so that was massive learning this year and I really, really, really need to remember it. So hold me to it, would you? Okay, another great learning. (laughs) One that is related and I feel like it's the most important thing I do tell people who are mums who are running a business or dads who are running a business, um, is to separate yourself from your children when you're working. So work in a different space from them. Because even if they're asleep, even if someone else is looking after them, if you can hear them, if you're in the same building as them, usually part of you is like attuned to them. You're listening out for them. You can't help it. It's inbuilt in us. It's, I guess it's what our whole job is as parents. But it's bloody annoying if you're trying to concentrate on work and do something awesome that's not related to children. So for me, that looks like a day a week when my mum looks after them and I go and work in an office with some of my other business friends and then a half day the next day where my nanny looks after them and I either work in a cafe or use it to go and do client meetings. It's just taking myself away from them so I can actually think and do my best possible work. Give my clients the best Megan. And like I was saying before, occasionally that might actually look like me going for a run first because I'm not looking after them and then doing the work. So even though instead of having four hours to do work, I suddenly have three, those three hours are so much more productive because I've given myself that time up front. So when you do have those times and days away from your children to get shit done, I would definitely recommend going on with a top maybe one to three priorities. Like, sure, you'll probably get a shit ton more done than that, but don't go in with a giant list because you're just going to make it overwhelming. And the last thing you need, as I've learned, (laughs) is more overwhelm when you're trying to juggle babies and business. So, yeah. I am actually trialing a new thing this week, which, thinking about my first point about how your brain is slower when you're tired, I don't know if I should be in hindsight, but I'm trialing a new thing where I get up at 4.25, so usually I actually get up at 4.45, so it's not that different, Um, and I do half an hour of admin or small tasks like emailing clients or whatever before I hit the gym or go for a run. Just giving myself that, that little pocket where I know that if those tasks are out of the way, they're not hanging over me, and I feel like I've done something for the business that day, even if nothing else gets done until after they go to bed in the evening. I can let you know how that goes. I Now, after saying it, maybe it's not the greatest idea, but so far it's making me feel really good because I feel productive before the babies even wake up. And I'm like, I'm a nanner anyway. I go to bed super early, so we'll see. I guess the last learning really from this is one I already knew, but it's more like it reiterated it for me. So this whole process, this whole year of looking after and keeping alive two little twin humans and a business which is actually probably my um, best earning year so far 
in the last three years as a self-employed human, which is kind of mind-blowing to me. But anyway, it's reiterated how important it is to work with awesome clients because suddenly it means so much more to be working with them because you're away from your children. Like the money has to be worth it. The client themselves have to be worth it because that is time away from the baby. So for me, suddenly it means it's almost a sacrifice to be working, even though I love it. So it has to be worth it. And it's reiterated how amazing my clients are anyway. It also pushed me to put my prices up to what they should be and made it much easier to stick to them because I know the value in that time even more because it's, like I said, time away from the children, time away from refilling my own cup sometimes, you know? So it's just really how important it is to be picky with your clients and work with awesome ones. So yeah, I guess it's a bit of a rundown on the main things I learned or wish I had known before I started becoming a self-employed human with babies. <laughs> what a way to put it. Anyway, that is the last episode of the season. I'll be back to you next season with a better intro that doesn't make me want to cry even though I thought it was hilarious at the time and yes I will talk to you guys soon I'll see you on the gram but in the meantime all the best for business owning and children wrangling you got this and I'm always there in the dms if you need over and out thanks for listening to this episode of gin and juice boxes if that sounded like a bit of you hit subscribe or leave a review